0: Hello, family. Hello, this is Dina. How's everyone doing? I hope everyone is doing great. I hope everyone had a, a great Mother's Day. Um, I had a wonderful Mother's Day, thank God. Oh boy, my daughter, she outdid herself and my son. Actually, my son helped my daughter cook. And, um, but anyway, my daughter, she brought an outfit for me to wear um to church and it's so pretty. Oh my goodness. She did a great job. I gotta give it to her. <laughs> she brought me a hat and I got my shoes um to go with my outfit and I you know I got my toenails done and she just she just outdid herself and I'm just so happy. She said, Ma, you know, it's Mother's Day and I want you to look really pretty. She said, You used to love to dress really nice you know back in the day she as she called it, back in the day she said you used to love to you used to really love to dress up she said i don't understand you why you don't dress up like you used to and um and she's right you know i know i don't dress up like i used to you know at one period i don't know if i mentioned that on here but at one period um i just kind of lost myself um as far as not wanting to dress up anymore um sometimes not even want to go to wanting to go any places um, You know, I just got like stuck. I got stuck in life, stuck in time, and just got just just got stuck. Just got you know, just became sad and depressed because my husband wasn't here anymore. And and I know I stated this before on one of the Pat podcasts, but it was like, why am I dressing up? You know, I, that's what I used to say to myself. Why am I dressing up for what? I'm not dating anyone. I don't have anyone in my life at this moment. You know, so why am I dressing up? And so I just just kinda got depressed and just stopped dressing up. Um, I even let myself go at some period. You know, at some point in my life over the years I let myself go. But, you know, um she brought this outfit for me and it was it was it was it was definitely me. It was definitely me because <laughs> I used to love my hats and my heels and you know um just getting my hair done and just Oh, I just used to love it especially when I went to church I wore hats a lot back then I don't wear hats like it like I used to I you know just get my hair done but you know I, I, I just used to love that and I still do that's the funny thing but I just haven't been feeling like that so I, I just kind of let myself go but I felt really really good on Mother's Day she made me feel like a million bucks <laughs> And she also made dinner for me. She made me some turkey legs, y'all. She seasoned it real good and made some um, collard greens and some mustard greens. Um, of course, I kind of helped her with that. <laughs> and um, added a little smoked turkey to it. And, and her brother, he made the mashed potatoes, some garlic mashed potatoes, butter mashed potatoes. It was really good. So I had a wonderful day. I went to church and I had a wonderful day. Uh, at church, um, and it was just wonderful. It was just really, really a wonderful service. Um, I just had a great time. But um, anyway, this is Dina again from Widows Stronger Together podcast, and this is podcast number eight, episode eight. So if you haven't listened to any of my podcasts, go back and listen to my other podcasts. Um, I also do widows encouragement corner on YouTube on my YouTube channel. So whenever you get a chance, you go over there and listen to some encouraging, inspiring words. Um, that I try to, you know, do on a regular um try to encourage my widows and widowers as well, because there's some men out there as well that, you know, um lost their loved ones, lost their wives. And so I try to encourage both both families. You're all my family. Even those that lost someone dear to them, someone that they loved, someone that they knew, someone that they were close to, you know. Um, I try to encourage, go, over, go on there and encourage you on YouTube um, from my Widow's Encouragement Corner or my podcast, which is Widow's Stronger Together Podcast. And um, again, I'm Dina. But today I want to talk about I just want to talk about Hannah, Hannah's promise. And if you get a chance, you can look it up um, in the scriptures, in the Bible, in First Samuel, um, the 11th, First Samuel chapter, 11 through 28. First, first chapter, and it's 11 verse through 28, and it talks about Han- Hannah's promise. She made a promise to God, um, but first I want to go back um, let's let's just let's just talk about talk about like what happened to me um, and led leading to this particular scripture ties in together I remember a while back um, I wanted to have a child right and this is when I first got married which is so many years ago because again my daughter is she's 28 years old presently and my son is 24 but I remember when I wanted to have my first child And I kept trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and nothing happened. Okay, nothing happened. Um, And, you know, after a while, I called myself, me taking it upon myself to plan this pregnancy. And some of you ladies out there might know what I'm talking about. You can kind of plan it to the T when you're going to get pregnant, when the baby's going to be due, etc. And that's what I did. And that's exactly what I did I planned it to the T me and my husband both and y'all I'm sitting in this car right now so excuse me my allergies is kind of messing up but it's very hot outside today and I usually do my walking but um, I decided to sit in the car which a lot of my podcasts, I'm sitting in the car these days because it gets too hot to continue to walk right away so I, I come in my car and I put on the air conditioner So you probably hear the air conditioning in the background a little bit. I I apologize for that, but I need some air. (laughs) I need some air. But anyway, so yeah, so I planned it to the T. Me and my husband both planned this pregnancy to the T. And lo and behold, I had the daughter. Well, I don't know if it was a girl. I'm sorry. I had a child, but I had a miscarriage. So I didn't really have the child. Does that make sense? In other words, I got pregnant and around my... Four, after four weeks or six weeks, somewhere around there, is when I had a miscarriage. Now, had now mind you, if I would have had this child on the date that we planned this pregnancy, we would have had this child in, in the month of my birthday, which is November, right? So, because we desperately wanted a child and we desperately, you know, we worked, worked so hard to plan this, I you know became pregnant and if I would have had the child in full term I would have had my child in November which is in the month of my birthday so what happened was when that happened to me when I had the miscarriage I was devastated family I was devastated you hear me and that's like some of us you know we, we 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 get so excited about certain things and we we want things so badly to happen until we take it upon ourselves to try to make it happen. Has that ever happened to any of you out there? I know it has. I know it has. If you're honest and you're being honest with yourself, I know that many of you out there plan so many things, try to do so many things on your own and you fail. Why? Because you planned it. You didn't turn it over to God and ask him Was it in his will for you to do that? It's just that simple. It's just that simple. You can't try to plan things on your own. And expect for it to happen. You have to, whenever you do something, whenever you want to do something, you need to consult God. You need to consult him in everything that you do. You want to make sure that it's in the will of God that what you're doing is in you know, right? Because when you try to do things on your own, it's not gonna work. You need the strength from God and you need the answer to say, okay, my child, it's okay to go forth with your plans. There's nothing wrong with planning things, but at the same time, you have to still consult God first and say, God, you know, I wanna do this. I wanna do, it's like, it's just like with a business. You know, we go about doing these different things where we're talented in doing these different things. We know how to do these different things. And some of some of us is multi-talented. Some of us is multi-talented. We know how to do a lot of things, more than one thing. And we do it well. And sometimes we do it well. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you have so many things going on at one time. And you're trying to make it happen again. You're trying to make it happen on your own and it doesn't work out in the end. Why? Because you haven't consulted God. You have to consult God. You cannot try to put your foot in something. You can't. It's just like baking a cake. You cannot try to mix up that cake and say, oh, it's going to go good. I'm not going to put nothing in there. I'm not going to put the eggs or whatever the ingredients that's on the box. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to make this cake slamming. And guess what? it becomes a failure. The cake tastes horrible because you didn't follow the instructions on the cake box. So it's the same thing with God. You have to follow you have to follow his instructions of which direction to go for your life because when you go that way, when you go this way, when you go in the front and the back and he says no and you're trying to make it happen because you think you know it all, you think you have all the answers. And find out that it became a flop because you didn't listen to the voice of God. It's so important to listen to his voice. And that's what happened with me and my husband. You know, we we call ourselves trying to plan. And God is the one that plants the seed. He's the one that plants the seed in our lives. He's the one that makes it happen. Yes, it takes a man and a woman to come together to conceive. But at the same time, you don't go and, 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 and come out and say, oh, well, God, you know, um, I'm going to make it happen because we're going to plan it on this day. You know, we're going to plan it on this day and it will happen. It don't happen like that. I'm trying to tell you, it do not happen like that. You have to wait on God for him to give you instructions to go left or go right. To go forward or sit still. Sometimes God just wants us to wait. You know, so um, I'm I'm gonna say this. Uh, what happened was in this story, um, with me and my husband. Yeah, we planned it, but it it didn't work. I ended up having a miscarriage. Okay, why? Because I called myself trying to plan this pregnancy. When God said, no, I am the one, I am the head of your life. I am the one to let you know when you will conceive and when you will not. I will let you know when you're ready to have a child and when you will not. You don't make the plans. You don't call the last shots. And that's what happened with me. But as soon as I turned it over to, to God and I said, Lord, I had to ask God to forgive me. Soon as I asked him to forgive me, guess what happened? Because I was very, very sorry. For calling myself planning and calling the shots when God is ahead of our lives. But as soon as I repented and asked God to forgive me, he was grateful enough to forgive me. He was, he was so gracious enough to forgive me for making you know, plans for me and my husband's pregnancy. As soon as I asked him to forgive me, that's when my daughter came. I prayed to God. I said, God, please forgive me please forgive me for call myself making the shots for telling you when I'm going to get pregnant. I said, God, please forgive me and give me another chance. That's all I ask you is for another chance. God, please. If you would just allow me just like Hannah, if you would just allow me to have a baby, I promise you I will turn her over to you and she will be a child of God, and she will worship you, and she will be a testimony to this world, and she has in so many ways. She has been a great testimony to this world. She's been a great testimony to my life. She's been a great testimony. She's been a a helper and everything else above that. She's been such a blessing. Why? Because I turned it over to you, and I gave her back to you. So with that being said, Hannah's story and 1 Samuel and Hannah's story, it was similar you know it was very similar very similar you know it, it's it's about a woman named Hannah in first samuel the first chapter starting about the 11th verse you know she really wanted to have a child and every year she would go with her husband to a place called Shiloh where they would have celebrations you know they would have a, it was it's like a festival they would have a big festival there every year and everyone would celebrate all the things that god did for them you know, they would thank God for their crops and, and everything that God gave them. And and at that celebration, what Hannah and her family would do, along with the other people, they would give sacrifices and presents to God. You know, just to show how thankful they were. But even in the midst of all of that, all that great celebration, you would think people would be happy, right? Yes. But for some particular reason, Hannah was not happy. She was not happy. She did it as a ritual because that was the ritual that they did every year. But she was not happy at all. She was always very sad. And the only reason why she was sad, right, you guessed, because she badly wanted a child. She, she wanted a child so badly. She wanted to be thankful. Don't get me wrong. She wanted to be thankful according to the scriptures, but she was discouraged because she couldn't have a child. She was very discouraged. Very, very discouraged. And, it, and it, it just made her very sad because she, you know, didn't have a child. I could just imagine her going up there every year with her husband and, and family and friends and stuff, you know, in a big festival celebration and stuff and putting on a face. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I could just imagine that. Excuse me, family. I'm just going to get a little drink here. Get some um, juice right quick. And, um, yeah, excuse me. So I can just imagine her being around people that have children, being around people that are, that were pregnant, that's getting ready to have children. And she was the only one there that could not, for some reason, get pregnant. And that's a, that's another story and a half. You would have to go into first Samuel, the first chapter to read, read through what happened. She was barren. I do know that. But anyway, so she, you know, um, she, she was just discouraged because she couldn't have a child for, for whatever reason. It didn't mean that, you know, she moped around and felt sorry for herself, but she was sad. You know, in her heart, she was very sad. But throughout all of that, Hannah's husband, which his name was Ikoniah. He still loved her very, very much. And he always tried to make her feel better. But nothing he did seemed to work. Everything he did to try to make her feel better, it didn't work. She was just very sad in her heart. You know. And again, she didn't mope around. Feeling sorry for herself. Meaning when she was at that festival every year, she would join in the festivals and stuff. You know, so a lot of people didn't really know probably what was going on with her. They just they didn't know. They just thought she was probably happy. But in her heart, she was very, very sad. The scripture says. So finally, one day, Hannah, what she did was she, you know, the only thing she knew to do was uh, one evening, she just went after they finished eating and drinking. She went to the temple and she began to pray. This happened year after year, she began to pray. And when she prayed, she was honest. She was honest with how she was feeling, you know? And that's why I was talking about on one of my other podcasts about the the difference between being, you know, expressing yourself and, and complaining. But in this situation, Hannah wasn't complaining, she was just being honest with how she was feeling, concerning the situation why she couldn't have a child. And she was very honest. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be very honest with him. When we're sad about something, you know, we're feeling a certain way. We're sad about something. He wants us, when we're praying, we need to be honest. We need to be honest with him because God hears those prayers when you are honest with him. Don't front. Be up front of how you're feeling about certain things. No, you're not complaining, but let him know when you're feeling sad. You know, about being a widow, when you're sad that you just, you know became a widow, or when you're sad that you're lonely, because many of us, whether you admit it or not, are still very, very lonely and very sad it's in your heart, very sad, because why you miss your mates very dearly, I get that. I get that. You know, you miss them. You miss the good times you had with them. You miss, you know, even some of the bad times. But the good times, a lot of times it outweighed the bad times. And you miss that. You miss during holidays, you know. um, A lot of you miss your mates even more. You miss your loved ones because those times was just very special times spending with your loved ones and with family. So because they're not here anymore and they're not around anymore, you miss them deeply. And that's okay. It's okay to say that. Don't never feel like you can't talk about that with someone that you can trust. You know, open up and and let them know, you know, that you, you miss your loved one. And you wish they were here. Many a times I know you wish you were here. But don't mope around. Pull yourself together. Pick yourself up. You know, and and try to try to make it through the day because you can make it. You can make it. Seek God and he will help you. He will help you. I'm a a prime witness of that. You know, I'm not saying, you you know, you're not going to feel sad sometime because during the holidays, I'm going to be honest with you. That's when I really, really feel it. But it's good to if you can to be around loved ones, like I told you before, you know, try to get around loved ones that care about you and love you and, and and try to you know be around a joyous uh, festivity if you can if that's going to make you happy or or prep you up and, and you know just try to be around uh, you know good people people that are encouraging and people that are positive and you'll probably feel better hopefully you'll feel better by being around people like that not no one that's going to pull you down and Tell you negative stuff. No, you need someone that's gonna lift you up. But anyway, going back to Hannah, you know, she, you know, she was she was honest with God and she just she you know she was just honest with God and she would pray to him about how she was feeling as far as her not having a child. You know, she would cry and, and she began to pray. And because of that, You know, she cried a lot and probably felt like God, you know, forgot all about her. But he didn't forget about her, just like with my situation. I thought God forgot about me because of what happened to me and how I tried to take the situation in my hand. But he didn't forget about me because he did eventually bless me with a beautiful daughter and a son after. But anyway, in that story, after she prayed, she promised God, she said, God, if you would only look and see how sad I am. And this is what I'm, I'm reading this particular uh, passage where, where she was crying out to God. She said, if you could only look and see how sad I am and remember me, please, God, give me a son. And if you would just do that for me, I would dedicate my son to you for his whole life. That was her prayer to God. That was her prayer to God. And as she prayed, there was a man named Eli, a priest. That was listening by. He was sitting nearby and he saw her praying, but he didn't really know what she was saying. All he saw was her lips moving. That's all he saw, her lips moving. You know how they say, oh, you be mumbling, but you can't really tell what that person is saying. He couldn't hear her say anything, but he saw her lips moving. And he realized that Hannah was being very honest and truthful with God. And he said to her, go in peace and may God answer your prayer. He told her to go in peace and may God answer your prayer. After Hannah left, she felt much better because she had talked to God about what, you know, was bothering her. And later on, a miracle happened. God remembered Hannah. He remembered her later on. I don't know how long it took. It doesn't say maybe years later. Maybe decades later, I don't know. But I know that he remembered what Hannah was praying about. As far as giving her a son and how she would dedicate him back to her, back to God. And God remembered Hannah and he gave her a son. And when he gave her that son, she named him Samuel. Samuel. Why? Because Hannah waited so long for this child. She loved him so much, but she remembered that she made a promise to God. And that was the promise she made to God. And that was the same promise that I made to God as well concerning my child that I have now, my daughter. And then now I have a son. God is so faithful, family. He is so faithful. He is so faithful. Why? Why? God was, you know, Hannah was honest woman. She was always an honest woman. And when she made a promise, she meant it. According to the scripture, she was always an honest woman. And when she made a promise, she meant it. And that promise that she made to God opened up the doors for us today, generations to come. You may have fell short. You may have sinned. Because we all sin and fall short to the glory of God. It says that in his word and it's so true. I have fell short so many times, time and time and time again. I was just talking to someone the other day. I said, I am so very grateful, so very grateful because God does not have to do anything for us. He doesn't. But because he loves us so, because he loves us so. He is gracious enough to forgive us for whatever we've said, whatever we've done in our lives. Whatever we've done in the past, he erased that. Whatever we've done in the future and still doing, if you ask him to forgive you, he will forgive you right now. So let's take a moment of silence and just ask God for for his, his forgiveness and for his love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you, family. Listen, until next time, you have a blessed and prosperous day on purpose. Again, this is Dina from Widow's Stronger Together podcast, episode eight, podcast eight. And I will see you next time. Also, go over to my YouTube channel, Dina. And my last name is Ray Ford, R-A-I-F-O-R-D from Widow's Encouragement Corner. I love you. Have a blessed day, and I hope that this bless you as well. Have a marvelous day on purpose. Again, happy Mother's Day, because you deserve it.